three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great end to your weekend or start to your week whenever you're listening to this. I've got a review for the newest... Let me take a drink here. (laughs) There we go. I have a review for the latest Zack Snyder movie, (laughs) Army of the Dead, which he not only did the screen... uh, was a uh, co-screenwriter on... But he also did the story for it as well, produced it with uh, his wife, Deborah Snyder, and of course directed it. So, oh uh, God, I hate, you know, it's funny about like in the six years I've been doing the podcast, it's just funny to me that whenever a Zack Snyder movie comes up, it's like when you know you have, it's like when you hear the words pop quiz in a class, you're just like, oh fuck, we have to talk about this. So look, if you haven't listened to my review of his Justice League, I gave that a C plus. I mentioned that there were things that I genuinely despise about that film, and there were things about that film I genuinely was appreciative of and really enjoyed. Um, with that said, I like this far less <laughs> than his Justice League, and I gotta be honest, uh, everyone, that's the last thing I expected going into this because while the trailers I saw weren't making me go, "Oh shit, that's gonna be awesome," I went. Look, Snyder did Dawn of the Dead, you know, or directed Dawn of the Dead. But I have to point out that as my wonderful friend, uh, Allie, uh, told me uh, or pointed out on my Facebook, shout out to Allie. um, Dawn of the Dead also is written by uh, George R. Romero uh, or or George Romero and fucking um, James Gunn. So Snyder had a hell of a script to work off of. This is him helping on the script. And for better, for worse. This is this is the most Zack Snyder thing I think he's made since Sucker Punch. It is it screams Zack Snyder. So with all the good and all the bad you get with this. Uh, so let me start off with what I liked. I think Dave Bautista is actually uh, is actually good in this. The script really doesn't do him any favors. He's a fry cook when we meet his uh, character Scott Ward, and he gets recruited to go ahead and go ahead and you know find this um, put this group together i i really like his character in this i thought i thought it was actually uh surprisingly well done uh given you know the very little that we unfortunately get to know him i really like him in this though i thought that uh uh, uh tick nataro who i'm a big fan of of course, she replaced uh, Chris, uh, what's his name, uh, the Ella, because apparently he's a piece of shit. So he, so she went ahead and replaced him. And she's great in this. She actually is my set, hmm, second favorite character? Yeah, I actually like her a little more Batista, actually, in this. Uh, I, I really enjoyed her in this. She doesn't get a lot of lines. I wish she would have got had a little more to say, but what she does get to do and deliver she brings a sense of fun to this movie that i really thought the film uh, desperately needed so i was actually really happy to see her when she showed up but uh outside of that 
um, love her, love Batista, and then uh, I'm gonna butcher your name, sir. I apologize in advance. Um, God, that is a German ass name. Uh, Matthias. Uh, Schwehel. I, I'm not even gonna try. You know, sorry, I can't say your name, dude. But he's he's yeah, that's my partner laughing at me. Um, he plays Dieter. He's the guy who's able to hack the safe, or that they hired to hack the safe, and he's fucking amazing. He again, he doesn't get a lot of lines, but what he does get to say, he kind of forms this bromance um, uh, with this other character, and I love uh, uh, I loved him. I thought he was fucking excellent, and he made me genuinely happy to see him. But outside of that, everyone, uh, the cinematography. I mean, that's kind of a, a Snyder staple at this point. He knows good. He doesn't know good cinematography. He knows great cinematography. And there are points in this film. There's this one shot of a zombie standing on top of the uh, Statue of Liberty uh, head down on the uh, on the strip in Vegas. That shot was badass. And there's multiple. And I hate to say this because I hate how much he uses this. There are a couple slow mo shots in here that are fucking awesome. There's one shot where Scott is on his back in this casino and this zombie jumps to bite him, but he overshoots it and, and Scott shoots him with his gun and like, you know, rapid fire. I went, oh, that's badass. There, there's some really, some really cool moments here. There's some good zombie gore, but this shit is over two hours. It's almost two and a half fucking hours. And I don't care what anyone says. There's no reason for this to be that long. And it's really frustrating. Um, say what you will about his Justice League. But to be real, everyone, this is even at two and a half hours. This is worse pace than Justice League. I, I there were some points I, you know, as I said in the review, that I thought Justice League got a little slow, but overall it does keep a pretty consistent rhythm. This doesn't really have a sustainable rhythm, and you have you go through large portions where you're not getting any uh, zombie action, and it's kind of maddening because you're sitting there going, I want a zombie film. I mean, yeah, there are some cool stuff when you get it, but there's a lot of just miss opportunity here, and, that, and I... I'm getting to that point because I, I already know I can already hear the Snyder fans going, oh, my God, you don't understand Jack Snyder. I can already hear it. What I would tell you, I love his I love his Dawn of the Dead. I think Man of Steel. I own Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is a really at points great film to the last 25 minutes or so. And uh, as I call it, the owl movie, <laughs> Legend of the Guardians. I love that movie. That's actually my favorite film that he's done. And. I have issues with Watchmen, but there are things about Watchmen I enjoy, but I have a lot more issues, that, more than love for that film. All that to say, I recognize Steiner's talent. I've never come on this podcast and said he's devoid of talent, but I've always said you kind of need to rein him in at points because when he goes full Snyder, it gets really bad. And this is what happens when you get full Snyder. This isn't as close to Sucker Punch as I thought it was, uh, as I thought it was going to be at points, but it dips way closer than I personally uh, would like. So as far as just stuff I, I really have issues with, um, Snyder's thing with credits is really starting to bother me. His credits take forever. Uh, there's this opening sequence that's in slow-mo, essentially, showing Vegas fall, 
And I'm sitting here and watching it, and I'm also realizing with Snyder, his music choices just bother me. I know some people like his 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 taste in music. I just think he makes he picks really obvious, really not not even really obvious. I just think he picks really weird choices at points in his films. There is a course, uh, of course, the the, uh, the cranberry zombie is in here, and the point at which it's played, I just went really, dude. Like this is. This is too obvious, man. It, it's just, and where it's placed, I really didn't like at all. But this movie starts off with this guy, Mary, um, with his new bride. And the first thing, two minutes and 16 seconds in, because I wanted to timestamp it. The first depiction we get of a woman is her going down on her new husband. And here's the thing we've never been able to accuse snyder of being a huge feminist i mean yes i know he cast gal gadot i know that's what everyone always goes to but can we talk about how bad lois lane's been depicted but i digress but that's the first depiction he has of a woman here's is a woman blowing some dude and so they go ahead and crash into this caravan which is uh, this military caravan which is carrying a zombie so a couple questions here one, is our military that bad that they can't see a civilian car from 500, you know, there's a point, like, it's not even like he's, the, the guy, the guy's driving, like, decently fast, but the caravan would have had some time to at least yell, oh, shit, and before he immediately hits them right after, there was no swerving or tense or anything, I, I, I just kind of went, give me a fucking break on that, but, th- but then, with that, the first zombie is in this caravan. So the next question would be, why didn't the government just kill this fucking thing? Why is the zombie being transported? It actually would have made more sense for them, like the zombie to, you know, I don't know. They're trying to like go to kill it. It escapes uh, a facility. That actually would have been, I would have gone, oh, all right, that's dumb, but that's way, that's less dumb than what I just saw. Also, they have this zombie, the first zombie in this, in this vault, basically, and the fact that this vault, this vault hits the pavement and basically opens for the zombie, I went, wow, that is the, the shittiest safe <laughs> that I've ever seen, I think my parents' gun safe is more secure than that, like, how the hell, like, that's all it takes to destroy this government military grade, vi- so, uh, anyways, but, all right, so, <sighs> The thing about this movie, I'm sitting here trying to even, like, think about, I was dead dog sober when I watched this. I didn't smoke any weed, I didn't drink, didn't have a beer, I was dead focused on this movie, and the thing I would say for me is that while the plot, there are some interesting notions, uh, some interesting concepts, The, the, the concept, and you can kind of piece it together from the trailer, is that there is somewhat of a hierarchy with the zombies in Snyder's in, in this film. And I found that really interesting. So the zombie that escapes and goes ahead and bites these military guys who, of course, cause the outbreak in Vegas, which is why it's deserted. I, I actually, it would have been interesting to see like those three. I, I know they're causing the outbreak and everything, but the fact that there's one central king of the zombies and the zombie king even has a zombie bride or zombie wife, whatever, and here's where I just kind of went, all right, that's a little weird, so the zombie wife is pregnant, which I went, all right, that's, I, I 
sure, I guess that could be a thing. But so she's pregnant. But my whole thing is, well, how does that work? I mean, that's that's weird. Like, how, are, are we going to explain that? No. And two, you know, how are the, you know, the regular zombies determined? Um, they I, I believe the term is alphas that they use in the film, which these zombies that are more intelligent, who move faster, who are more physically, you know, um, they're they're more evolved than just your standard, you know, walking, you know, walking all slow zombies. And I did appreciate that notion again, but it's the notion, not what I, you know, not the way the film actually executed it. Um, the trailer, uh, not the trailer, but the opening sequence, I actually appreciate because of the fact it shows how much the world has fallen uh, fallen into ruin and fallen into chaos. I w- really, again, I wish we would have gotten more on the hierarchy, but you get some amazingly badass uh, shots here of the zombies getting killed. But what's frustrating is that this this credit sequence takes six fucking minutes. Like it just it doesn't make sense that an opening credit sequence needs to be that long. But you know, then we go ahead and get to Scott's, uh, Scott's, uh, Batista Scott flipping burgers and everything. He's approached, uh, to go ahead and put the whole team together. He is approached, um, uh, by Bly Tanaka, who's played by, uh, Hiroki Sonata. You know him from a couple things, most notably probably, uh, Sh- uh Sunshine or Mortal Kombat. Uh, most recently he played Scorpion. He's badass the Scorpion too. But he goes ahead and tells Scott, hey, put a team together. And the whole notion of him putting this team together, it happens so quickly. <laughs> it just seems like he has all these people in a roll deck just goes, all right, I know where you're at. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. And they even find one guy. They find one guy uh, off of fucking Reddit, which I went really um, who's played by Omari uh, Hardwick, who plays uh, Van, uh, Van Ro. And. He was actually fun. It's stupid how they find him because, again, they literally find him off Reddit. I can't remember what his uh, handle was. I, th- I think it's like Zombie Killer 420 or Z- Zombie Killer. I think it's 420. And you know, so they go ahead and pick him up. It- it's just there. There's just there's just dumb moments like that as far as how the recruiting's done. They do end up recruiting this girl who's played uh, by uh, Nora. Our, uh, I'm gonna say our Arna Arna Zetter is what I'll go with. Uh, she plays Lily, aka the Coyote, and she's a badass bitch in here. And while I have to give Snyder shit for how this movie begins with women being portrayed, there are at least a couple badass women in the uh, in the crew, which I which I appreciate. But they're also being like sexually harassed or assaulted by these fucking men. There's this one government guy uh, i believe it's a uh, martin i don't, don't want to say it's his name and he <laughs> i yeah i believe it's martin and martin is just this creepy ass guy who works for mr tanaka he's kind of the insurance policy as far as making sure this whole heist goes down correctly and the thing about him is that he just he gropes lily uh or uh, he gropes one of the women like it's nothing. And I just went, what the flying fuck? Now, it, but there's a couple see- moments of things like that where I just went, all right, this is just really, really terrible. One of my favorite uh, character actors, Theo Rossi, uh, 
he plays this guy, uh, Burt Cummings. You know, uh, Theo Rossi, of course, from, uh, Sons of Anarchy. He played, uh, you know, Juice Ortiz on there. I know him, uh, from, uh, from Luke Cage playing Shade. I fucking loved him on Luke Cage. And he's playing a piece of shit, gropey motherfucker on here. He's one of the people who runs this camp that's outside of Vegas. Uh, and let's just be clear too. Snyder is making a very clear comparison to internment camps and, uh, to, uh, people trying to, uh, you know, people trying to go ahead and get into America. He's clearly making the, uh, the immigrants argument here. And it's just, it's not subtly done at all. It's just like, it, it's very much hitting you in the face. Like, all right, we, I, I got it. I got it. But the thing is, he doesn't really say anything about it that hasn't been said before. Like, it's a terrible fucking system. Yes, clearly. But, you know, how do we change it? What do we do about that? Like, he just basically says, oh, yeah, well, you know, people want to hop the border, but we need to help them out. But how do we help them out? Shut up. Like, there's no follow up on the premise that he goes ahead and sets forward. And that's really quite irritating. There's just other stuff about this. There are points where these zombies, some of them are evolved and, you know, will kill someone like they're not even thinking about it. just like rip their throat out dead. And then there are times where these zombies are throwing around our characters like they're fucking food and playing with them. And you just go, well, why wouldn't you just bite them now? Like it, it really is whatever the film needs them to do at that moment. There's really no consistency with, with his shit. And that was something that I was, the more the film goes on, the more it, it becomes an issue because it won't, like, it's something you can't unnotice once you, once you rec, well, once you see it. The other thing is, there's a character in here played by Ella Purnell. Um, I haven't, I, I vaguely remembered her, and uh, go figure, I was right on this. She was, uh, she was Emma on uh, Miss uh, Miss Pettigrain's, uh Home for uh, Peculiar Children. And I went, oh, that's where I recognize you from. She's also uh, uh, in Kick Ass too, but she's the most annoying fucking character in this movie. And what her character does at points changes the film from, oh man, this is annoying me to, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And that really is the biggest issue with this movie is that there are two objectives with this movie. There's the, obviously, you know, the crew trying to get the money, but then this other thing that comes up, which is what the millionaire or the billionaire really wants. Once it's brought up, I went, well, you could accomplish both of these. You don't need to screw each other out of one to achieve the other. And the film feels like it has to. So it, it comes across like bullshit tension when there doesn't need to be fucking tension. Like they're making their jobs harder on, on themselves just for the sake of the film. And it doesn't make any fucking, it doesn't make any fucking sense. There is one scene and it is my favorite scene in the movie and credit worth due. I got to give Snyder this. There is a scene where these, uh, so you find out that there's a notion that zombies hibernate and that was something I went, huh? Okay. But again, that's something I wish they would have touched on more, but I went, that's a, that's an interesting. All right. And so there's a scene where, uh, the, the crew has to go ahead and walk through this room filled with, uh, zombies that are hibernating. So of course, you know, sound wakes them up or, you know, lights would. And so they're using, uh, glow sticks, uh, like low power glow sticks. And so you see just enough of the zombies 
asleep and everything for it to really build tension. And that scene is fucking well done. Like I, I really went goddamn Snyder. I gotta give you that. So that's my favorite scene in the whole film. And where that where that uh where that ends up, it ends with a character death that while I didn't like the care uh while they didn't really develop the character at all. Uh, this character goes out like a badass. I went, okay, I, I I have to give you credit on that scene. So even, you know, even out of context, as far as not being, um, you know, well-developed, I really appreciate that scene. But the biggest issue again with this movie is that there's just, there are points that Kate does things that it just, it ruins the film. And it's not even, it's not even like a noble character thing. It's just her being dumb and not thinking, uh, not thinking ahead or thinking about everyone else and you know uh, the (laughs) i don't think i'm spoiling anything by saying that the guy who's uh who's uh mr tanaka's you know muscle as it were his eyes on the project i don't think i'm spoiling anything by saying that they he goes ahead and attempts to screw the crew i don't think i'm (laughs) i'm spoiling anything by saying that but here's the other thing, and I won't spoil the ending for those of you who actually care. Oh, it should be nice. But there's a point where it feels like this movie's ended. And I went, oh, all right. Like, I'm not thrilled, but whatever. And then the movie basically attaches a second ending on here. And I just went, no, 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 please don't. Like, don't put this thing here. And Snyder does. I just went, God damn it. Why did you do that? (laughs) There is no reason to attach this thing onto your ending. And it just made me go, I don't like you. And yeah, at the end of the day, I just, I I was really upset when this movie was over. It's really frustrating because yeah, I I just, ah. And it sucks because I'm sitting here thinking about this movie. And again, there's some action stuff I really actually like. There's probably about eh, maybe 10, 15 minutes of action. I'd say about 15 minutes of action that I enjoy in this. But again, that's 15 minutes against a two hour, you know, almost a two and a half hour film. There's maybe 20 minutes of this film that I really, maybe 25 minutes I really, really enjoy. Everything else I was just irritated by. And that's just a bad ratio. Look, again, I know Snyder isn't devoid of talent. I've sat on this podcast and talked about how talented he can be, but he does need to be reined in and sometimes. And when he's not, this is what you get. You get this Zack Snyder. And uh, it, it sucks. It really sucks because this could have been something. But getting my final thoughts here, I just I was bored watching this. I I, uh, I actually watched another film that I'm, I'll bring up when I post that review, and that was the film I was more I was more concerned about uh, going into these reviews. And I went, "Son of a bitch!" I actually enjoyed that film more than I enjoyed this one. Yeah, this uh oh okay. So go fuck yourself is too extreme. But when I think about how badly paced this was, uh, I fuck. I, I'm really kind of torn on this because again, I really like a couple of the performances in this. But I when I think about how bored I was. I, Ah, I'm gonna go, I might change this even, I'm gonna go D minus, just because some of the performances I really like, but damn it all, I I wanted this to be better, and it wasn't, and it sucks, and I, yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give this a, I'm gonna give this a D minus, I I have to stick with that, yeah, I, I, damn it, Snyder, I'm trying to like you, man, like, don't, why, why are you doing, why are you hurting me, baby, (laughs) I'm 
trying to love you. Let me love you. Like Mario sings, let me love you. But yeah, yeah, this isn't good. So don't know if this will be on the worst of, but yeah, D minus. I, yeah, D for dumb. <laughs> D for dead. There you go. But yeah, everyone, uh, or army of the dead, whatever, but everyone army of the dead. Have you seen it? What'd you think? Let me know in the comments. You can go ahead and like both our pages on Facebook at the real pineapple and real pineapple games. I'm going to be hopping on Twitch here soon. You can find me at the real pineapple on, uh, on, uh, Twitch. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple and Google podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and TuneUp, to name a couple places. And you can find yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. That's R-E-E-L Pineapple. And you can find Scott on Twitter at First. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have reviews up here soon for uh, the first couple Fast and Furious films. So The Fast and the Furious and Too Fast, Too, Too Furious. Uh, we'll have season reviews for seasons one and two of Bojack Horseman and seasons three and four of Bojack Horseman coming soon. And since June 1st is my birthday, yay me! Uh, I'm gonna be reviewing a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to review for a while during my birth month. So I'm gonna have like four or five reviews. Uh, th- this next month just for stuff that, you know, it's not like it's going to be a new release, but it'll be things I got, I went, you know what? I've always wanted to review that and I haven't. So going to have some, uh, some fun reviews. Haven't decided what, uh, I want to review yet, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other, wear a mask, get your COVID shot, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good week.